I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the new moon solar eclipse in Taurus, 10 degrees Taurus. Um, before we get to the eclipse, I want to back up and try and show how I feel like something is building. I, I feel like I feel like there's some sort of upheaval that may look like shadow. The shadow part might be very convincing. But the base of it is that we're in upheaval to rebuild into a new way of being in a future forward kind of way. Here's what I mean. If you go back to mid-November of last year, Venus went into shadow for her retrograde cycle. So she started to climb through Capricorn in shadow. And then she crossed over Pluto, retrograded back over to Pluto, back over Pluto, went down to 11 degrees. Mars caught up with her and she got, um, they, they both went over Pluto again to go into Aquarius together. Venus was under besiegement. She pulled ahead and went over Saturn. Mars went over Saturn. Now Venus and Mars are in Pisces. That was a long process. And it was hard, real hard. And what it was telling us is the formula on how to move forward and um, evolving into a different way of life. What it was saying is that we need the intention of Venus to lead. Venus is a receiver. She rules Libra and Taurus. Venus is a receiver. What do you want to receive? Some people are having a hard time with what do you want to receive? And I think it's because they're seeing it in a masculine kind of way. So if, if you're having a hard time uh, grasping or saying, I want to receive X, Y, Z, then just shift it, shift it to what do you want to experience? How do you want to feel? When Venus is receiving, she's not talking about a verb. That would be an action that comes from Mars. Um, and it's not a noun because that is manifesting on the other side of our intentions and taking action. It's, we're trying to get to the core intention of what do you want to experience? How do you want to feel? That leads. And when that leads, when you get specific about what you want to experience or how you want to feel, your actions can change or the target that you respond to can change or what you make into 3D reality can change. So she leads. And I've been saying along the way, you're going to need this. It's going to be important. And you'll see. You'll see why. It'll be obvious. Now, the day before this eclipse, two things happened on the same day. This is Friday the 29th. Pluto went retrograde at 28 degrees Capricorn. Mercury went into Gemini. Pluto, when it's direct, so it's been direct since October, Pluto, the ruler of Scorpio in Capricorn, starts to bring in a wave of something will not go forward. Something's not going to go forward. It has something to do with... Um, control, control systems, control issues, something, something to do with uh, clinging on to your sense of control by holding on to a story, the story of how it's always been, the story of how it has to be, the story of how you insist on it, how it's going to be going forward, a story that doesn't match really how um, life is unfolding into the unknown. Something's not going to hold. So it, 
when it was direct, it went over 27 degrees, which if you've been following the astrology, 27 degrees Capricorn, last time Pluto was at that degree was when the US signed the Declaration of Independence. And so it, it went to 27 in February, it will again in July, it will again in December. So it's Pluto comes in kind of in the background and honestly, kind of in a creepy way, starts to bring forward that something's not going to hold. Something is already fractured and it will not be able to go forward into the future. When Pluto retrogrades, it pulls it, that energy of pushing forward that something's not going to go, something's not going to last. When it retrogrades, whatever that was starts to come up to the surface and you can finally see it. So when Pluto is direct, you go, oh, something doesn't feel right. Something doesn't feel right. I don't know what it is. And then when it retrogrades, you go, there it is. Wow. <laughs> and it, it becomes obvious um, quickly. Pluto doesn't kind of sort of make itself known. It's obvious. And so you will start to see where something about control has already fractured. The story has already broken. And it is not going to stand the test of time and going forward in your life. You can see it. You may not know what to do about it, but it's, it's making itself known. Mercury the same day going into Gemini, Mercury's going to continue to build, but it's going to, it's going to retrograde um, on the 10th. So we're going to go through the, the, the three full Mercury retrograde cycles in 2022, start out in first deacon, the first 10 degrees of air and retrograde back into the third deacon or the last uh, 10 degrees of a sign, Earth. So it goes first deacon air to third deacon Earth. When, when Mercury's been building into the third deacon and of Taurus, it was trining into Pluto, Pluto retrograde. And then when Pluto, I'm sorry, Pluto direct. And then the same day that Pluto went retrograde, Mercury went into Gemini and your, your head, your thinking, you're, you're, you're trying to figure it you're thinking around something's not right and we're going to have to I'm going to I'm going to have to do something about it don't know what it is and you're you're going to start trying to figure that out and then retrograde is going to probably have you look back over how you've been suspecting this for a while and then it's going to go into Taurus and it'll it'll start trying Pluto again only now Pluto is retrograde and something that is not going to stand the test of time and go forward has something to do with a new sense of what's valuable and important to you so it's it's the structure of how your life is set up was first set up from a different time in your life. Like when you thought differently about yourself, when you had a different sense of what's valuable and important, when you had a different sense of what's valuable and important about you, what you found valuable and important about your own self in the world. And so you evolving from the inside out is making it look like you don't match your life anymore. And that can be unnerving. It can make people try and grab the story even tighter because it gives you, albeit misguided, some sense of control. So insisting upon, nope, I am not changing. Mm -mm, this is how it is. It can look like that, except you're not going to be able to. If something isn't going to stand the test of time, it really is not going to stand the test of time. Pluto doesn't negotiate. Pluto takes away, takes down, removes what is already broken and already over. It's already over. And so it's very useful to let Pluto do whatever it's going to do. If something is no longer viable, 
if you find yourself telling a story does, that does not match, <laughs> there are street racers outside while I'm saying this, <laughs> and I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Something outside of you, like street racers, <laughs> while don't match, match your internal frequency, like talking on a podcast about <laughs> maintaining your frequency. <laughs> Oh, man, it can make you very uncomfortable. Like right now, if you were in the same room with me, you would see my face is turning bright red because I'm like, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> being it would do it would serve you well to be like, okay, well, yeah, it doesn't match. Wow. And being willing to adjust in any way that you need to, to let go of the story. I mean, I'm just going to keep going with this example. What I could do right now is I could stop this podcast and start over because that street racer was not part of my plan. And it's like, well, it's still there. So <laughs> that's a silly example, but it really does fit. Whoa. <laughs> I'm going to give you another example. When we get near the, um, when we get near the uh, eclipse seasons, eclipses happen twice a year, every year. They're called the bringers of change because they bring in change that you did not see coming. If you knew it was a change that needed to happen, you would have already done it. And so it brings in things that can feel uncomfortable. So it's like taking, I, the way I see it is it's like taking a Mercury retrograde and Uranus and putting them together and turn it up to 50, okay? What's uh, wild about this cycle is that this cycle will literally involve a Mercury retrograde and Uranus. So uh, I, I say this every eclipse season, Pay attention to everything, cling to nothing. And so I'll give you an, an illustrative example. Yesterday, when I was in readings, um, I, I'm in, I am in back-to-back -back readings through eclipses. It lasts for weeks, which is, I mean, to be expected because eclipses are tough and they're confusing. Um, so I was in, I was in uh, a reading yesterday and I was talking about something and about someone's chart. and. I, I work from home. So my, uh, my cat knocked over a thing of cookies and the cookies went everywhere. It's not really a big deal, except I don't want her eating cookies. So I was like, hang on a second. And I, and I put the reading on hold for a minute to go handle that. And right when that happened, exactly when that happened, Zoom ended our call, kicked, kicked um, the, the other caller out of the call. It shut down the meeting and it removed Zoom itself from my computer. And at the same time, my internet went down all at the same time. And I was like, huh, <laughs> wow. And this is what I tell people to do. When something like that happens, you stop where you are. It's making it obvious, stop, stop what you're doing. And while, you know, my computer, the internet and Zoom was deciding whether or not it, whether or not it wanted to participate with our day, <laughs> I sat there and I was like, what is this trying to show me? And the more I sat with uh, that client's chart, the more I could see that what I was about to say needed to be fleshed out in a different way because it was as aspecting a different part of her chart that would change the way I describe the transit that she was in. And so when we came back on, I told her that because I wanted her to know something has happened. Something has happened where there's a message trying to get through here to you that it needed to shut everything down to make sure 
that we heard it. And so that's what you do. That's what I mean by pay attention to everything. When something just wild, something really strange happens, don't blow it off. Don't blow it off. Just sit there for a second. What is this trying to show me? Now, sometimes what it's trying to show you is stop what you're doing. Like if you're, if you're sending, if you're going to send uh, an email or a text message to somebody and you are not in the right headspace and like your computer or your phone just completely shuts down, you go, okay, got it. Mm -hmm. And you do not send that message. No, at least wait until you're in a different frame of mind. Um, you know, if you have plans with someone and you know, the power on their side of the street goes down, then you go, maybe we should do this another time. You, you pay attention to everything. A lot of times whenever people are in readings with me during the eclipse window, they'll often describe things that seemed weird to them. And inevitably, every single one, every single time they go, well, so anyway, it's probably nothing. And I was like, nope, stop, go back. Everything, pay attention to everything. Even if you think, oh, it's probably nothing. It probably is something. And what I mean, what I mean by cling to nothing is um, when we get into this kind of zone of not knowing what's happening because it's something way bigger than us, um, the pull can be, again, to try and gain some sort of control to go, okay, I see what's happening. I got it figured out. And then to proceed. And you'll, you'll hear me saying during this entire window um, in, in these podcasts and on social media, the hot minute you think you have it figured out, you do not. Mm -mm. If it is, if it is at all postponable, I would not have long reaching decisions, um, presumptions, uh, promises, commitments be made in this window. I would normally say that in eclipses, but I mean, seriously, we're, it's Mercury retrograde too. Mercury retrograde starts on the 10th before the second eclipse and Uranus and the nodes, the North node in Taurus, South node in, in Scorpio, they're holding at 22. That's the highest Uranian degree. They're holding that degree for two and a half months, started earlier in April. So you don't know what you're looking at. Then to today, new moon solar. Um, a solar eclipse is, it obviously involves an eclipse of the sun, solar or sun, right? And so an eclipse, by definition, uh, uh, takes place because of a shadow. And so the sun, who you know yourself to be, a shadow crosses it, and then you know yourself differently. Uranus is involved. It's four degrees away. Uranus intentionally pushes us outside of our comfort zones. Um, and it doesn't really care um, the degree to which you are currently comfortable in whatever you're doing. If you go, no, 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 don't, don't push me outside my comfort zone. I really like this comfort. It'll go, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't care. And so, but, but it's in your favor. It's trying to push you outside your comfort zone because you are, you're not progressing. You're not going your own way. You're not living your authentic self. You're suppressing your life force. And so Uranus has a way of being electric and uh, comes out of nowhere. Like it'll go, and you're like, oh my God, what just happened? Or it'll go, and like, just come at you. And you're just like, my God, like, like a cat jumping out of the bushes, okay? But, it, but it's, it's by design. It's to make you, it's, to, it's like shock and awe to get you outside of your comfort zone. And so 
with Pluto retrograde in Capricorn, Mercury doing its thing between Taurus and Gemini, you're probably very comfortable within a story. And that story might be painful. Some people hold on to the story of their brokenness because better the devil you know. Some people don't know what to do outside the story of what's happened to them. Some people don't know how to go through a healing process very bravely and face what needs to be faced. Past that, some people don't know how to get beyond their healing process and allow themselves peace and grace to move on in life and stop associating themselves, self-identifying through the story of what happened. Some people do that on purpose. And it's entirely understandable. The ego wants to hold on to what it understands so it knows what it's protecting you against. It knows what to guard. And so letting go of the story, letting go of the story of what happened, letting go of insisting upon something that you know is not going to go forward. Some people take their, their any given story of a situation and wrap that sucker in duct tape because you have invested too much time and energy into the story. You're not going to let that story go. You're not going to let that know. I'm going to hang on to it. And then something bigger than you says, you know, we can get through tape, right? That's something I talk about with people who have clear seventh houses. People with clear seventh houses about relationships tend to do that. If if they're messing around with something they shouldn't be messing with, it's going to get taken from them because you're you're not supposed to let relationships distract you from the actual lessons that you're working through in in other parts of your life. So clear seventh house people, we do that. We wrap things in duct tape going, "Uh -uh, I'm not letting this go. I have hurt myself so badly. Oh my God, the worst relationship I've ever been in. I would not let it go. I remember saying out loud, I did not think I would survive the end of that story. And guess what? I'm still here. (laughs) And it got taken from me. There's nothing I can do to keep it together. It's the same kind of thing with Uranus. Uranus is getting you outside your comfort zone. And a lot of times we hold on to our comfort zone, even though we know it's not good for us, even though we know it's already over, even though we know it does not match our future forward self, because at least we know what we're dealing with. And the risk of going into the unknown past where you're comfortable can be scary. It doesn't have to be. You can treat it with discovery instead of fear. You can know that you're adaptable and teachable and let yourself go into a new direction. But, you know, a lot of times people meet it with fear. In Taurus, new moon, solar, and Taurus is anything in your life that does not match the standards or the quality or the level of importance of how you truly feel about your life. It's, it's, it's becoming obvious. The way you treat yourself, the way that you, you uh, respond to others. Um, the things that you go after, your willingness to try new things because that's what makes life exciting. Things not matching what you truly find valuable and important are becoming very uncomfortable. And I mean, our instruction is to lead with what do you want to experience and how do you want to feel, right? If you lead with that, any kind of action that you take that doesn't support that doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. It can feel like your life force is being drained out because your life force doesn't have 
um, a direction or an assignment that is in integrity. While this uh, new moon solar eclipse is happening, Venus is conjunct Jupiter in Pisces at 27 degrees. So Jupiter across Neptune has already crossed Neptune and that hasn't happened in Pisces since 1856. Venus is caught up and Venus and Jupiter are now together. What is valuable and important to you? While simultaneously at a high degree, Venus and Jupiter are, to are together, the effect that that's having is for you to understand <clears throat> and receive that from a high point of view, I mean, I don't mean an eagle's point of view. I mean, like, from the point of view of transcendence itself. If you're still screwing around with something that has no worth in it, no value, it's superficial, it doesn't have depth. It's not getting to the essence of who you really truly are. If it's not allowing you to go your own way, then transcendence itself, consciousness itself is going, ooh, you sure? Because what you don't want <clears throat> to have happen is for you to live in regret, to live in regret that you weren't willing to get into alignment with what you really want for yourself. If you live your life uh, based on um, how it's always been done or how it's supposed to be or meeting the expectations of everyone around you, but you're not taking your own vote into consideration, if you're not including yourself in fairness, if fairness doesn't include you, it's not fair. <clears throat> if you're living an inauthentic life, if you're suppressing yourself, if you're suppressing your true wanting, and something bigger than you is going, would you please evaluate that? Please. Consciousness is knowing itself through your individuated experience. That's what it's doing. And right now, with that conjunction happening, you can feel that. You can probably, if you pay attention, you can probably feel your higher self going, you know, this isn't right. You know that you are ignoring what you really want for yourself. You know that you're living a life that doesn't fully belong to you. <clears throat> it's following the expectations of other people around you or traditions and rules and expectations that have become obsolete. Something's not right. Now, I think that we meet that <clears throat> with the gratitude of how wonderful life is in general. It is, an, it is a straight up miracle that you're alive. That consciousness has individuated itself into you to learn about itself more. Wow. And because I'm a double Scorpio, I get on a micro level about appreciating Taurus things. I've been talking about it all week. Like I, whoever invented flowers is an absolute genius. Wow. <clears throat> the fact that when you are around trees, you feel better. Holy shit. When you're, um, I was listening to someone who lives in Colorado. I was reading for her yesterday, reading for her yesterday. And she was talking about how <clears throat> safe she feels amongst, amongst mountains. I'm like, Ooh, me too. Yeah. When you're in the mountains, well, at least I do. I feel like I'm being held and protected by mountains. Wow. When we can get into <clears throat> the magic and the transcendence that life itself exists, then you can go into the unknown and into discovery and go, okay, 
let's do something with that. Wow, you can do anything. You don't want to do nothing, right? You don't want to stay in the story of your brokenness when you have a whole universe of existence that you're part of, right? This energy is going to continue to build. So we're going to go through a Mercury retrograde cycle in the middle of these eclipses. And the same day that Mercury goes retrograde, <clears throat> Jupiter's going to go into Aries. Eight days before that, on, on May 10th, Venus goes into Aries. Sorry, May 2nd, Venus goes into Aries. May 10th, Mercury retrograde and Jupiter goes into Aries. <clears throat> then on May 16th, we have the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio that are conjuncting the nodes and squaring into Saturn in Aquarius. <clears throat> full moon, south node 22 Scorpio, sun at north node 22 Taurus, square Saturn in Aquarius. The energy of something, something's coming up to the surface. Something cannot, the truth will not stay hidden. It's coming up to the surface. It has to be faced. But it's being faced in the context of we have unlimited possibilities and life is wonderful. And don't you want to be fully in it? Don't you? Don't you want to get into your future forward self? Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one -on -one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.